1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: And welcome into our number two of this uh, Strawberry Moon Saturday and National Catfish Weekend. We're talking catfish, that's for sure. we got some text messages coming in talking about where you catch them, how you catch them, favorite bait, and how you cook them, too we got our buddy L- Lafitte Lt. I met him on one of our Cajun invasions. Met him in person. He's been a long-time listener. He's listened to us this morning in Guatemala. He's on a mission trip with Barataria Baptist. He says he loves any and all catfish, and thanks to the app, he listens anywhere. Uh, here's Kevin in Ponchatoula. He says, what's the best way, in your opinion, to catch catfish in Shack from the bank without a boat? Thank you. Well, Kevin, uh, if you're talking about fishing the pass and without a boat, that's not very possible. But if you want to fish that way for catfish, there are several spots where you can get to the Highway 51 Canal off of old Highway 51, which is underneath Interstate 55. There are catfish in there. You can fish there. But uh, one suggestion I have for you if you in Ponchatoula and you're in that Tangipahoa area, uh, Zamari Park the little park up there in Hammond it has been stocked with beautiful channel catfish from the department of wildlife and fisheries and i'm going to refer you to a previous bayou wild tv episode i did it's episode 133 called get out and fish and i went to Zimuri park the day they they stocked it and i tell you what they were they were uh, tore them up some beautiful channel cat and uh, don't think that everyone gets caught out of there right away. There's still a lot of them swimming around in there. Night crawlers is what I use, but there's other baits you can use. But that might be a good suggestion for you. Uh, here's one says I target catfish with chicken liver, fried whole is my preference. That's Mike W from Months. Well, Mike, uh, chicken livers are good, but I'm gonna tell if you can get them, the number one all-time catfish bait on my list, duck. Livers. If you hunt wild ducks or know somebody that does and they don't utilize the livers, ask them to save them for you. Freeze them. I don't know what it is that's in there. I know they're heavily, have good nutrition in a duck liver. Probably has a pretty strong odor that a catfish can sense, but they cannot pass up a duck liver. Here's one from uh, my buddy Muddy. I'm not sure who Buddy Muddy is. <laughs> Can't beat a catfish from good old Lake Salmonds. Yeah, a lot of votes for Disalmonds catfish. And see tell you another area, Pearl River. And there's some uh, bank fishing areas over there you can catch some catfish. But the Pearl River's always been known for a lot of catfish. Here's one that says, I find that chicken liver or catawba worms seem to be about the best catfish bait for rod and reel or trot line. I like them seasoned. Cornmeal and deep fried—that's Redneck Sam. He's in Hammond right now. He's a moving target. Uh, here's one that says, "Yes, yeah, strawberry Jello chicken with some garlic juice is a great bait." Uh, he Googled the catfish bait, and it's one of many. That's a big E. And uh, let's see—we have uh, Eric said shared some pictures of our catfish trip from Bayou Wild TV, and some that Chris Holmes took on Facebook. Yeah, check out uh, Cat Merrick Mahabarak's Facebook page. And you'll see some of those ones. And we had a great catfish trip in the Mississippi River uh, with kayaks. We were fishing them with the noodles. And uh, Eric's going to be uh, talking with us in just a few minutes, giving us a paddler's report. If you want to shoot us a text, it's 504-260-1870. And right after this time out we'll be back to talk to Captain Mike Gallo. He's our Born on the Bayou guy. Get a fishing report for you on this Strawberry Moon Saturday and you're listening to The Outdoors with Tom Dubuque Radio Network.
0: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you
1: Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: And our Born on the Bayou report with Captain Mike Gallo is a presentation of SeaTO. You've heard of them. you may be seen the big yellow boats running up and down, rescuing people, bringing them electrical hookups. If they run out of power, they tow you in 24-7, whatever it takes. Even bring you fuel if you run out of gas. Check them out. $199 is a whole year's worth of membership. Like having a AAA policy on the water. Most of all, is peace of mind. Hopefully, you never need to use them, but if you do, you got them. Call Captain Chris. He'll sign you up 504 301 4545 or make one simple click to com. Captain Mike joins us. Mike, I'm assuming you're on the water by now. Uh, how you doing?
3: I am on the water, Don. I just put the trolling motor in. We slowed down to talk to you on the radio and we think we saw a fin up against the grass, so we're going to investigate.
2: A fin against the grass. Now, that could be a redfish or a sheephead. What do you think it is.
3: That's what is? I'm, I'm hoping it's a redfish.
2: And where are you? You sound like you're in the marsh.
3: I'm in Polecat Bend where I still have good phone reception. Mm-hmm. Not far from the Pearl River, fishing some of these grass beds along here.
2: Uh, Mike, uh, did you get a chance to fish much during this week? We had some you know, pretty inclement weather this week, a lot of wind blow ups and stuff. Were you able to get out?
3: I made a couple of trips. I made a trip to the marsh where we caught a few redfish and then we switched gears to speckled trout and there's plenty of speckled trout on the exterior of the marsh, but boy, you might catch 20 before you catch a keeper. A lot, a lot of small ones. So the fall, you know, our fall fishing is certainly looking good at the moment, but Lord, that's a lot of small ones to weed through. I did also make a trip towards the south end of Lake Bourne, over by some of those shell beds over that way. There's plenty of white trout. I was out yeah, that that's way yesterday. I and, yeah, I was out that way yesterday and came back with over 80 white trout, and we just fished live shrimp on a drop shot over those shells. Mike, you know
2: that there's no size limit or creel limit on white trout. It's catch all you want, any size you want. What is your throwback size on on white trout? Where's your your measurement go to, whether you keep him or throw him over?
3: Yeah, we try to keep him ten inches or better, unless he's gut hooked and you know he's going to die anyway. But that's try to keep him where you ten inches or better.
2: Nice little fillet off a ten incher. Mike, you know one of the things that that your business has kind of uh, evolved into is uh, keeping a lot of catfish, freshwater catfish, not those old hardheads, and uh, it's actually become a, a good part of your catch. Um, do you ever target the catfish? Do you have customers that want to target them, or is it pretty much all bycatch when you're looking for the reds and trout?
3: I haven't had anybody specifically want to target redfish. That might be a keeper trout there. We just got a speckled trout come in the boat. Anyway. Um, I got sidetracked. I haven't <laughs> had anybody. I haven't had anybody specifically want to target redfish. I'm sorry, catfish. But they're so good to eat. Whenever we catch them, we certainly don't turn them back unless they're really small.
2: Nobody wants to target them until they start catching them, and nothing else is biting, right?
3: <laughs> they're excellent. I'll, I'll take them anytime.
2: Yes, indeed. Well, Mike, uh, what can you tell people about staying cool during these, these hot summer days? I mean, the dog days aren't here yet, and, man, it has been sweltering, uh, unless you get lucky enough to get some cloud cover or a little bit of raindrops. What do you do?
3: Obviously, you want to stay hydrated, Don, as best you can. Loose, light clothing that's going to allow you to perspire and stay as cool as possible. And, you know, we try to leave early and come back early, just not deal – with that middle part of the day from noon to 3 or 4 o'clock. If, if you have the ability to fish in the evenings when it starts to cool down, you know, that's an option. And it seems like the fish do the same thing. seems like they don't bite near as well in the heat of the day unless you're in really deep water with good current. That, that's your options there if you do have to fish during the middle of the day.
2: Michael, we've gotten some, some really good mouth-watering trout and redfish recipes from you. What about catfish? What's the favorite way to serve catfish in the Gallo kitchen?
3: Oh, we treat those catfish the same way we treat trout. And you can fry them with the Louisiana fish fry. You can blacken them. There's, You can cook them in the microwave like we've done before. They're really good in a variety of ways. Absolutely. Well,
2: Mike, we, we got you on our, my website. Easy to find there. There's links to your site, which is aaofla.com. But if people want to call you on the phone and chat with you a little about about what's biting at the time they're ready to go and accommodation, availability. Give them that phone number to get you.
3: Yeah, we'll be happy to help anybody out any way we can. That number is 985-781-7811.
2: All right, Mike, go chase that fin on the side of the marsh and let me know what it is next week. I hope we catch it, and I'll let you know. <laughs> All right, thank you, Mike. Mike Gallo, uh, born on the Bayou Report. All right, we come back after this. Merrick Mohabarak, uh, The Paddling Report, is next, right here on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network.
1: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role.
4: you put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crownland Port, Chicago, Illinois.
2: Uh, kayak fishing, uh, pedaling, and stroking has become so popular. We have a special report each week. It's called The Paddler's Report. It's in conjunction with the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club. And a presentation of Massey's and one of the two field reporters we check in with is Captain Eric Mahabarak of Louisiana Kayak Company, and he joins us now. Eric, uh, over at Massey's, they've got the new Propel Drive. Tell me about that Propel Drive. How does it work?
4: Yeah, well, that's a a little different than the Hobies. That's on the new bona fide 2023 P-127 uh it's a propeller drive it's, it's like uh it's got a propeller instead of like the uh wings or, of uh, of a uh, mirage drive. Uh good boat, uh bonafide makes a great boat. Um just a little different setup. Um I'm not going to say which one's better cuz I'm partial to one of them, but uh <laughs> anyway, it it's a good boat. I think it it should uh you should check it out, man. Uh, it's it's pretty neat setup they got. You know, they all Yeah, got, I'd like-
2: uh, I'd Just like to ahead. demo
4: one of those, which
2: I know they do. And speaking of demo, they got some demo models at good prices, huh?
4: Yeah, actually, I don't know the prices offhand, Don, but they got a PA 14, an Outback, and a Passport left. I think that's the last three of the Hobies they have left. I know they got a few Jacksons, too um that are that are on on on, on board there but uh, stop by any store they can help you know val or uh, john and, and you know the thousand north shore and john's on the south shore but uh any one of them can help you out they also got the uh boat boards uh the, the Bodie products uh, and uh-huh. the jackson kayaks uh 30 off too so go check that out
2: yep they got also got a location in baton rouge well the bayou coast kayak mm-hmm. club has got their offshore fishing this weekend how's that going
4: well, from the video i seen, it looked like a lot of people getting wet, Don. <laughs> Rolling around in the waves, buddy. Um, yeah. But uh, hopefully uh, it goes well. Uh, the people who did get offshore did catch some beautiful snapper from what I've seen, you know. Uh, 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 yesterday, I don't know what the conditions are today. I haven't seen anything. But uh, yesterday, it was, they were definitely taking a few flips getting off that beach. Uh, you know, it's some very experienced kayakers too—not just, yeah, uh, you, uh, you know, novices. But it's—it's going to be a good learning experience for everyone, I'm sure. So um, I don't know if they called it and made it an inshore trip, or, or are they going to keep with the offshore? Because I just don't know the conditions today. But uh, it'll be interesting to find out. And then uh, Brendan can fill you in on all of the details next week with that. And what beach was that off of? They're going out of Navarre this time. Navarre, okay. So right there, yeah, right by the fishing pier they're launching uh, and, and going out. they got a reef that they put put out there. It's not far that You can see it from the pier, basically.
2: Well, good luck to those guys. Uh, i got a question that came in for you, Eric. It's uh, from Pete. He wants to know if there are any Jack Cravells showing up on the North Shore Poncha train. Got any word on those Jacks? Because I know you stay on top of that.
4: Yeah, no, I haven't yet, but um, it is the time of year to start looking for them. They should start showing up, but uh, July and August, and then until the first cold front in October or uh, September, depends on how early we get cold weather. But um, yeah, I'd go, I'd go check it out, man. Uh, it's it's worth it. They, I'm sure they're around the bridges, you know. Yeah, well, you know what I like to do is on a calm day, you
2: can find those schools of mullet on top, and they are busting up those mullets. That's a great way to <laughs> yeah. find them. Like, you, yes, like I is. watched you do one time, you had a, a nice little ride from a, a, a big Jack Gravel. And speaking of that Mississippi Gulf Coast trip, uh, the Flounders, uh, how's that going over there this year?
4: They still, they they picking back up again. I mean, it, it's, it's uh, I've never seen Flounder like that in my life. But, um you know, not just, you know, my buddy Chris, but I know other people who live over there, and they're catching Flounder on a daily basis. So it's it's anywhere along the coast. It's it's not just that at Gulfport area. It's Bay St. Louis. It's it's uh, you know Biloxi, Gulfport. Uh, anywhere there's a beach, it looks like with a with a little jetty or some pilings sticking around. It looks like they are catching flounder. Good. Uh, how'd your trips go this week? <laughs> well, John's <laughs> it was blowing twenty five miles an hour and uh, you know hundred degree heat with with the index of one fifteen. <laughs> Uh, We did really good. We caught a bunch of fish, you know. I had some people in from Michigan. And uh, they, they really stuck to to the to the, uh focused on what we had to do. Um, a lot of our fish was found in very, very small pockets in the marsh because we didn't have much of a choice. You get in an open water, it was white capping in the pond so hard. Uh, but mm-hmm. they, they stuck it out. They caught some great fish. They had an excellent meal. Um, and we were lucky that particular day because we had a little overcast, which kind of saved us a little bit from the sun. But once some clouds burned up at 11 o'clock, it was literally like we were sitting in a dryer. It it was like a switch went off, and it it was just unbelievable how we were staying hydrated. And, uh, of course, at that time, it was was time to come in, you know, because it was getting brutal, brutal. Yeah, well,
2: you know, you get 25-mile-an-hour winds, 115-degree heat index. I call that a convection oven. That's when you're fishing time. in a convection oven. It's time to go sometimes. Well, Eric, uh, you take people out like you did on that trip with Louisiana Kayak Company. Um, give them that information on how to get in touch with you if someone wants to try out kayak fishing. They don't want to make the investment right away. You got everything they need.
4: Yeah, Don. Uh, they can find me on your website, Don the Beach, The Outdoors Guy. Or you can find me on Instagram or Facebook. That's the Louisiana Kayak Company. Uh, But the best way is 504-313-8292.
2: And uh, thank you for posting that picture of our catfish trip that day in the kayaks. That was so much fun.
4: Yeah, it was. And uh, look, here's here's the secret. You were talking about the Kool-Aid. I use uh, Kool-Aid and garlic powder and hot dogs. And uh, I leave it sitting <laughs> in the refrigerator in case I can't get no uh, herring because I think herring is the best bait. But those, right. remind me, remind me never good. to eat anything
2: out of your refrigerator while it's marinating. In there, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. All right. All right. All right Eric, take oh, care, Lord. my friend. Eric Eric right. one of our field reporters. Next week will be uh, Brendan Bayard, Louisiana Kayak Company. You can find him. Uh, by the way, if you are uh, speaking about Facebook pages, if you check mine out on usually on Friday evenings. I'll put a little tease about what you're going to hear on the Saturday morning show, and I'll put a post up of a a picture, and if you figure it out, well, then you know what's coming next, and I'm talking about next right here, and that will be our Bad Boys of the Outdoor feature. It's coming up next right here on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network i right, got a couple of text messages coming in. This one from my friend, the old snake doctor. I don't know whether he takes care of snakes and doctors them up or what, but he's got the name Old Snake Doctor, been listening to us for years. He says the Catalpa worms are fantastic catfish bait. I agree with that. Uh, they're a little hard to come by these days. I had a Catalpa tree, and uh, unfortunately, last year it was uh, taken down in a clearing. Operation. So I have no more source for catalpa worms. But I think you can buy them frozen and also the artificial, the plastic. It's a, if you're not familiar with it, it's kind of a worm-looking uh, caterpillar maybe, and it's black and green. And I tell you what, not just catfish, but a lot of freshwater fish. Love them if you can get them. Here's one that says, in my opinion, thinly fried shays like the ones available at Mindorf's or the former bozos have always been my favorite. That's from Bill Smith. In Deland, Florida. Well, Bill, congratulations on the Florida Gators being the number two team in the country. Yeah, they'll be serving up a little gator up in uh, Omaha, as they call it, Omega, or Gohoma, or whatever they want to call it up there, where they play the College World Series. They'll be serving up some gator bites for sure. All right, right after this quick 10-second pause, we're going to bring you the story of uh, a couple of guys went catfishing, didn't do it the right way, got caught. Now they pay the price. Their story is next here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque after we let our local stations identify themselves. We'll be right back. Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Sergeant James Bruce and Agent Lane Causey were on patrol on the Red River when they made contact with Brandon and Regan Terrio. They were in a small fishing boat and fishing and doing a compliance check. They found the two subjects in possession of two catfish. After further inspection, the agents found a line that led to a 12-volt battery under Brandon Terrio's seat, which was connected to a can of smokeless tobacco. Not exactly a high-tech device. Did you get that? A wire line alligator clipped to a 12-volt battery, which was connected to a can of smokeless tobacco. No kidding. You can see it. Picture of this device on my Facebook page. Well, during the questioning, one of the Terry not sure whether it was Brandon or Reagan, a fessed up to the agents of using this primitive but effective electrical device to shock and retrieve the catfish, which eventually were released live back into the water. The jury rigged shocking device was not returned to the Terry but seized and held, if necessary, as evidence. That could bring taking fish illegally and without a license fines of up to an even $1,000, up to 120 days in jail for 37-year-old Let's Go Brandon and 32-year-old, not exactly presidential Reagan, the Terrio Boys from Ville Platte. And Evangeline Parish, our Bad Boys of the Outdoors. Oh, yeah. By the way, Bad Boys of the Outdoors is now presented by the Louisiana Wildlife Agents Association, the LWAA. They're a nonprofit group. They provide funds for scholarships and other benefits, and you can help them by purchasing some of their exclusive gear, which includes LWAA T-shirts in a variety of colors and styles. Plus, they've got hats, koozies, and more. Support your local agents who protect our precious natural resources. You can do it by visiting supportlwaa.org. That's supportlwaa.org. And look really great in the outdoors. All right, they're also still looking for information about the black bear shooting that took place in Ruston last month. Uh, They found a black bear with a gunshot wound in Lincoln Parish. And uh, if it was around Millie Road in Ruston. And uh, if you can provide them with information that leads to the arrest and conviction by calling the Operation Game Thief's anonymous hotline, 800-442-2511, you can get up to a $1,000 reward. Again, uh, that number is on the back of your hunting and fishing license. You'll find it there, 800-442-2511. All right, let's see. I got some more text messages here, and it says, uh, I read somewhere that an artificial reef is being named in honor of Captain Tophile Bourgeois. Well deserved. Did not know him. Never met him. But I feel like I lost a close friend. Well, we all did, Big E. We, Captain Tophile was here for many, many years, and you are correct. Uh, that was done last week. Uh, it's in the Hackberry Bay area, a place where Captain Tophile fished very often. And that artificial reef is in his name. It is now known as the Captain Tofield Bourgeois Reef. And here's one that says, uh, you stole my joke. At what point did the wildlife agent say, let's go, Brandon? Yeah, I'm sure he said it. And he says, go Tigers, G-E-A-U-X, and chomp the gators. Yeah, a lot of people are going to be dining on gator meat this weekend. All right, Captain Ryan Lambert joins us. We're going to find out all about this phenomenon called a saltwater wedge takes place when you got a low, low river, which we've got, but I don't know, I can't remember ever being this low this early in the year. The impacts and effects and what it means for you is next, coming up with Captain Ryan Lambert of Cajun Fishing Adventures on the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And the plastic man is Captain Ryan Lambert of Cajun Fishing Adventures in Burris. And, Ryan, are, are you down there? Are you fortunate enough to be enjoying some of the saltwater wedge, or are you out of town?
5: i I came home last night from there uh got a birthday party from my little sister today um but the lightning was terrible yesterday we 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 uh we went out came back in went back out. It was a mess, but the good thing is you don't have to run very far right now. The fish are close to the river, and the river's beautiful. oh my gosh, it's gonna be one hell of a summer it's It's just pretty <laughs> it's the water even out by the island the water's crystal clear i mean it's gonna be a nice the beach is nice. The fish are moving in. The bait's moved in. It's going to be a nice summer. <laughs> Get rid of this west wind.
2: You know, uh, we were talking with Jeff Brule earlier, and, uh, you know, this even improves the freshwater fishing. Because he said what happens oh, is well, when it's yeah. low like that, pulls them out of those canes where you can throw at them.
5: Yeah, I, I'm, sw- I'm. I just ordered a bunch of Z-man goats with, so I could fish bass and redfish simultaneously. You know, because you could swim swimming through a grass with a weedless hook, and you just, you know, the bass will hit it, the redfish will hit it. It's talking about fun. And now you can sight fish really well because the water is real pretty. I mean, you can just throw it right in front of them and watch it. Uh, God, you know, I like that. <laughs> you know, we might have to do some research, but I don't know what. I
2: wonder what the lowest level on record is. This is really early I've seen to seen one and a
5: half. Well, it's going to be two by the end of the month. I've seen one.
2: Mhm.
5: Yeah, I've seen it down no. to 1 foot something, so yeah, it's low. It's going to be it's going to be low. It's going to stay low for a well, no telling how long cuz I don't see anything in, in the foreseeable future unless we get a giant hurricane come up the Mississippi right up the valley and flood everything, but other than that uh, and the, even some speckled trout have moved in closer to the river already, which is highly unusual. But, man, I tell you what, it's going to be fun. <laughs> you think there's yeah, going to be but any
2: problems with the, the water sources down there? You know, a lot of times it gets contaminated. Oh, it's contaminated already terrible. They're giving,
5: they they giving away free water at the, at the fire station already. I can't make iced tea with the water. It's terrible. On mm. my ice machine, there... you know, the, the ice gets flaky when it gets salt water wedge backs up. There's flakes over, around all of my ice cubes. I mean, it's, yeah, it's there. <laughs> is there any
2: way to to, to uh, process it to where you can remove the salt you, from it, I wonder?
5: I guess you could you could boil it, you know, and, you know, I, that's all I do is I boil it and then make my tea with it. But but I, for the customers, I, I, I buy water right now, you know, to make our iced tea and all. I, I made iced tea with – they used the tap water because it ran out of jug water the other day. Look, it was – I know it's always brown, but it was milky brown. I said, oh, no, 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 we can't drink that. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh-huh. I said, I'll be right back. I'm going to find some water. Yeah, that's how bad it is. Well, the good
2: is. news is when when you're boiling shrimp or crabs, you don't have to add any salt. Just <laughs> boil them in the water. <laughs> Just throw the
5: seasoning in there. Don't worry about the salt. Yeah. You can taste it, though. You can taste it in the water. You know, because me, I got ironclad yeah. stomach, so I'd drink anything. But you could definitely taste the salt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, not, and, 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 you know, the water down there is not good. I get every month I get some kind of notice saying the water's got compromised somehow. So I guess I'm used to it like being in Mexico,
2: yeah. huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you think this uh, is going to have on uh, duck food down that way? Is it going to be well, detrimental or will it help it with some of the, you know, some of that stuff And requires brackish water to grow good?
5: Well, as long as the water's flowing in out the river into the the marsh, it'll be all right. But if we get some Big northeast or east winds for a while, it's going to kill a lot of aquatic vegetation. But, you know, that's it, part of it. Uh, I, if we don't get a storm, we'll be all right. But being this five lined up already out there, you know, everywhere, everywhere you look, they got something coming off of Africa. Good news is we have El Nino this year, and it's going to push all of it up the east coast. You know, it's good for us, but not good for them. But uh, hopefully, unless a storm starts in the Gulf of Mexico, we shouldn't have too bad a season. So, you know, it, it doesn't matter. We're going to have to do what we got to do. I mean, last year we, we lost all our vegetation there. After teal season, we still killed thirty five, thirty seven hundred. 3,700. So it's all good. Yeah, it might be good for that widgeon grass. You know, that's a
2: brackish-growing uh, plant that really is good for waterfowl, too.
5: Yeah, well, the duck potatoes are grown already, and that the, that root structure will be there as well. They've got peas everywhere, so once once they... You know, even if the saltwater kills them later on, they they already will drop their seeds, so we have that. You know, we just have a plethora of a bait there. You know, there's pickweed everywhere, and the saltwater will kill that really quick, but the seeds are still yeah. there as well. So, you know, to get them all through January, you need a lot, a lot of vegetation to do it. And, and Louisiana doesn't have it anymore. We just don't have the, the food source because of saltwater intrusion. I mean, here I am 100 miles from, from the Gulf, and even here we have saltwater intrusion. So... It's just just a matter of getting some more diversions way up north to to help push it. You know, hopefully we'll get one by the St. Charles, St. John Parish line, and that'll help push all through DeZambs, all through Terry and you know, kind of push that salt water back. I mean, there's redfish in Lake Buff. I mean, there should be like redfish in Lake Buff. You know? Yeah. How's your, how's your
2: Mexican whistlers doing? I got two that follow me around over here now. They follow you around. They follow me around. Yeah.
5: What kind of what kind of perfume were you wearing? <laughs> the
2: gold kind.
5: <laughs> I gave them a little. They looked hungry, and I gave them a little
2: corn. I can't get rid of them. They won't leave.
5: <laughs> well, Carmen's got them. She feeds them twice a day, and and you know there'll be a herd of them out there. And she'll walk out there, and they just kind of walk to the side, let her put the corn out, and then they walk right back. You yeah. know, they don't fly away or nothing. So yeah. right they're now, right now they're down. sitting on the nest. So she's only got about twenty right now, but. You know, once they get the the nest done, there'll be a hundred of them sitting here every day again. Yeah, um, so they're pretty pretty tame.
2: birds, but they uh they sound goofy. They make a racket.
5: <laughs> I, I I sit here by my lake, so I watch them come in right over the water. So for me, it's a great thing because I get to shoot every one of them in my head. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, right, guy, give us
2: that that phone number. Somebody wants to call you and take advantage of this uh, beautiful saltwater fishing we got going on right now and probably be in for the next couple months.
5: Yeah, because business is slow for everybody. So if anybody wants a trip, it's very easy to get a trip anywhere right now. So, yeah, they can call me at 504-559-5111. And uh, I'm going down to Noliasi on the 20th of uh, August for three days to White Wing Hunt. So a couple of guys want to join me on that. They can call me for that, too. All right, sounds good. Check in
2: with you next All
3: right,
2: week. Next week. All right, Don't drink any salt water. All right, there he goes, Captain Ryan Lambert, Cajun Fishing Adventures. All right, let's see. we got uh, David from Semmes, Alabama. Uh, he's on the kayak fishing for speckled trout, redfish, mangrove snapper, and sheephead. He's out there listening to us on the radio while he's kayak fishing. Hey, good for you, David. All right, we're going to be back and uh, talk to a a couple. That is now the Blue Boat Rodeo and also the uh, Riley John Bourgeois Foundation founders. We'll be back to talk to Darby and Nicole Bourgeois after this time out on the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Uh, perhaps you've heard of the Blue Boat Rodeo and maybe, oh, I'm sorry, Blue Boot Rodeo. And maybe you saw some LSU baseball players wearing some special blue cleats uh, to create some awareness about the Blue Boot Rodeo and also the Riley John Bourgeois Foundation. And if you haven't, well, you're going to find out about it right now, because let me introduce the founders of the rodeo and the foundation, Darby and Nicole Bourgeois. Darby and Nicole, thanks for joining us this morning. We appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Appreciate you. Uh if you would uh, tell us how you were inspired to begin to form the, the Raleigh John bourgeois. About five years ago, almost to the date you had a family tragedy. Tell us about it.
0: Yes, sir. Our son, um, eight days shy of his second birthday, found his way into our neighbor's swimming pool unbeknownst to us, and we did find him um in the pool and He drowned, unfortunately, two days later, couldn't overcome his drowning injuries. So as a family and neighborhood, we decided we did not want his name and the reason for him passing to go not known. And so we decided to start the Boo Boo Foundation in honor of him to bring awareness to childhood drowning. And we didn't want this to happen to anyone else. So we also knew we needed to educate everyone on the importance of water safety.
2: Tell me about the Riley John Bourgeois Act 722. I, I was not aware of this. It's been a long time since I've had kids in school. Uh, people who do may be familiar, but if they're not, tell me about that, that law.
6: Yes, sir. Uh, with the hard work of uh, my wife and uh, State Representative Joe Ogeron, we uh, got in session, was able to pass this bill. And what it is, it's a, it's a criteria from public schools from K through 12, they got like a little 30-minute curriculum that they could bring home and educate, you know, not only themselves but the parents. And uh, it was some hard work and a lot of effort it put, put, put into it. But with God's help, we were blessed, and uh, we got this passed. And Raleigh, his work is being, is being done in the public sector of school.
2: Well, I know this is, is, has saved lives and will continue to save and We'll never know how many, but obviously it does. Tell me how the Blue Boot Rodeo fits into the foundation.
0: Yes, sir. It is our main fundraiser to raise funds for our foundation. Um, With this, we're able to provide swimming lessons for kids. We're also able to provide life jackets for kids along with one of our partners, Children's Water Safety Awareness. Uh, They go out into the public at different events and kids can sign up for a life jacket for life. Um, Once you grow out of it, just come on back and we'll gladly go ahead and give you a next life jacket to you. We also um, are able to, with the funds, put life rings out on Grand Isle Beach. As we know, we don't have lifeguards there. That we do know has helped save uh, plenty of lives there as well. So, at the rodeo, we are a 100% and our foundation 100% volunteer organization, and that's just how we raise our money at the found at the rodeo.
2: The Blue Bo- Boot Rodeo is going to take place at the Grand Isle Marina, formerly known as Sand Dollar, at the Tarpon Pavilion, where the Grand Isle Rodeo is headquartered. It'll be Thursday, July 6, through Saturday, July 8th. Tell us about the schedule. What goes on at the rodeo?
6: Yes, sir. I'll go ahead and speak about that. Uh, starting Thursday, the uh, fishing activity starts. Uh, Skills up. I mean, I'm sorry. The fishing starts at 6 a.m. Friday of scales from 3 to 6. Then we have a DJ on Friday, also a cornhole tournament, and then junior lacrosse on Friday night. Saturday morning we started something new last year. It's really a big hit, bingo and mimosas for all the women that do not fish. And we have our scales. We have DJs, food. We have another band, Charts in December, to close us out, uh, our auction. It's a, it's a big, big activity, a big event, and we would like for everyone to come out and participate and have a good time. And, you know, it's kid-friendly, and uh, we have a lot of uh, – kid activities yeah. have a kid's own jumpies and things for the kids to play in and it's uh it's getting big and we, we're honored and blessed that uh, we have all the tools uh support that we have in our local area and even our surrounding areas.
2: Tell me how much the entry fee is and where can people get signed up?
6: Yes sir the tickets are twenty five dollars and uh like Nicole said uh you could get a free life jacket for a kid twelve and under. Also you got a chance to win a grand sidebar size our grand prize and you don't have to be present. But you could go to BlueBootRodeo.com and uh, follow the, the web link, and it'll get you to purchase a ticket. And then also, we've got sponsorships available as well if you would like to jump on board and help sponsor our rodeo.
2: If someone can't fish or participate and they believe in your cause and want to help, how can they do that?
6: Yeah, just follow us on social media, Of like, again, BlueBootRodeo.com, BlueBootFoundation.com uh, on our Facebook page. and. You know, we, we put uh, social media stuff out throughout the year about water safety and drowning and trying to help save lives. And we would love for people to jump on board and educate, you know, not only themselves, but their families.
2: Well, thank you guys for doing this. Uh, it's such an important event, and hopefully people will participate in it. That's July 6th through the uh, 8th. That's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Grand Isle Marina on Grand Isle. Darby and Nicole Bourgeois, thank you guys so much for for what you do. We really appreciate you coming on and very much appreciate what you do through your foundation.
6: Thank you so much.
2: Thank you. you Hope you guys get some wonderful weather and everybody catches a lot of fish. All right, that's uh, Nicole and Darby Bourgeois, Blue Boot Rodeo. Check it out on the web if you want more information. All right, it's time for me to go. Enjoyed it. Glad you joined us. We'll be back again to do this next week on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque